Hey guys, I hope your Christmas shopping is going good. I've been looking on Amazon for some things. Do you guys have any celebrations that you guys are gonna do? I was I saw these like paper lanterns that you can like set off like into the sky to celebrate. Like they do in Rapunzel? Who? <laughs> Rapunzel? You know, Rapunzel. The long hair, Jude. Oh, Rapunzel. Yeah, and it's her birthday, and there's all these floating lanterns, and she's like, and at last I see the light. Okay, okay, let's stop with the Rapunzel, and let's get into episode oh. nine, so I can actually talk about where these floating lights originate. India, and it was probably more of a harvest festival, just like October, and, or not October itself, but Halloween started with a harvest festival. A lot of the ones we know started at harvest. This one is considered to be started that way as well. However, some say that the marriage of Latschuma, which is the god of wealth. I'll start. So, basically what I've been doing while I've been home is I've gotten back into reading since finals are over and everything. So, I've never read the Harry Potter books. So Really? I know. You're I know. kidding. I'm really not. Dude, I, you have a whole bookshelf behind know, you in your room. <laughs> and I even have the books. I have to. <laughs> Jude! I know. I started reading them, though, and I read the first one. I finished it already. Nice. Yeah, so I'm starting the second one probably tonight. I'm what did you think excited. about it? I thought it was pretty good, and they, like, really followed the movies, like, with the books mm-hmm. very well. I was very impressed. It is. It's very mm-hmm. good how well they were able to take yeah. the books as inspiration and make that movie so For true sure. to it. I'm going to watch, like, as I read each book, I'm going to watch the movie with it. Oh, like, that's oh, yeah. smart. I'm excited about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Other than that, it's just finishing up. I finished up my finals, so waiting on my final grades. Um, mm-hmm. Had Thanksgiving with my family. Let me tell you guys, it was great to have some home cooked food. Yes, that, that was wonderful. Yeah. That's what I've been missing while being at college. Was <laughs> one of the top five things. Number one is probably that food. <laughs> just food from home, please. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very good. Very true. I was feeling the same way with my Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I was so glad to just. Welcome back to Digging Deeper. We are your co-hosts. I am Blair. I'm Alexis. And I'm Jude. And today we are going to be talking about the history of Diwali. But before we get started, I think we need to do a little bit of a catch-up because they haven't really heard our voice in a while. Of course, it Mm -hmm. has been a while, guys. We took a break for Thanksgiving, which I know everybody is very excited about. I had a good Thanksgiving. I hope you guys did. And then we had our final, so I think we have a lot to talk about between the three of us. I feel like we've had a lot going on, guys. (laughs) Who wants to start this week? See my family and finally eat good food. Not good food. I mean, college had good food. Yeah, Uh, it was relatively good food, but home-cooked meals, you can't can't beat it. You can't. you really can't. What about you, Blair? So my most recent catch-up that I really want to tell you two about, just because I think it was really fun, was this weekend, me and my brother and our significant others, we went to Charlotte, okay? okay. And you know those little scooters? Those <gasps> really? Motorized? Yes. No, <laughs> Was it at uh, the University of Charlotte or no? No, like okay. downtown kind of Charlotte. Ooh, really okay. anywhere around Charlotte. But we went there and we got a little app and it was called Lime Scooters. Mm-hmm. And they would show you a map and they were like, there's a scooter two 
two minutes from you and people would just leave these scooters anywhere Mm -hmm. and you would go and click on click on them on the app right Mm -hmm. and then it would be like this is your scooter you have this much time to ride around you have this much power and then those things went fast (laughs) we were zooming down the city it was crazy they have them on UNC Charlotte's campus, and really? I got to play on them one time. They were incredible. Except, <laughs> get this, there's places that the scooter, I don't know if you ran into this, there's mm-hmm. places that the scooters don't work if you get into it, and Whoa. the scooter just shuts down. It's the Really? Most, yeah, do you know how hard it is to push that those things? That would be things? terrifying. They're awful. <laughs> just ran, you're just going, and then bam, you stop. <laughs> but I didn't know they were downtown, and they're just yes. everywhere. They are anywhere i've seen them around i've never like personally like gotten on them or anything but it sounds like a lot of fun i didn't know how many were just around the city until i opened up the app and on the map there was like 10 just around me where i was standing dang and i was in a parking lot where you can park in charlie yes okay and that scooter had like 50 percent battery and it lasted for an hour Oh, wow. Yes. It was it was so much fun. I highly recommend. It was freezing because of how fast they were going in the wind, you know, it's so cold outside. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> summer night on a scooter just scooting around downtown, that's that's the vibe that I'm really I'm striving like that. for that this summer. That's like, <laughs> I'm going to bring you two. We're going to do it. Oh, I like that idea. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I'll probably run into someone. So. I've actually never been to downtown Charlotte, so that seems really, really? funny. I've never been to downtown Charlotte. And that's the best way to explore. Have you guys a ever... scooter. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever been to Nova? Yes. No. It's pretty good. No, is it Noda? I can't remember the Noda, name. Noda. Noda. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's a really cool place. It's very vibey. I have a feeling you would both love it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll probably take you guys sometime. Sure. I'd love so, to go. What about you, Alexis? What have you been up to? Besides Thanksgiving and the normal meeting your family again and all of that, I haven't had much going on. With finals going on, it's been busy, I can say the least. I've gotten back into working like both of you have, and that's been exciting. I finally am making more money, yes, <laughs> which ma'am. is good, especially Yay, when you're in college. <laughs> that's what you need to do, and Christmas shopping, as always, is hectic, crazy. You never know what anybody wants. No one wants to help you, and somehow that paycheck you just made is completely gone. Yep. We love mm-hmm. it. Sounds we love it. Right. But I do have a movie, and then I'm going to end my catch-up there, because I really don't have much to talk about, and my movie of the week is Knives Out, which oh. is an older movie. It's a murder mystery, but it's also not much of a mystery, if that makes sense. It tells you who the killer is very early. However, it's really cool to see how, I'm going to say they, I'm not going to give a gender, how they cover it up and mm-hmm. how in the end there's a huge twist to how they covered it up. It's oh. really interesting. I very much enjoyed watching it through, and every time you think you have something figured out, you think about it, and then another hint or item of something comes into play, and it completely cancels out everything you thought. A very good movie. Very isn't, if you're a murder mystery, yeah. Isn't that the one with Chris Evans and then the girl that was in 13 Reasons Why? Yes, 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 yes. <gasps> yes. I, I think I've seen that one. That's a really good it movie. It is very good. I want to show my mom. She loves murder mysteries. Mm-hmm. I, I, that is a very good one. I had never seen it. I think it came out, what was it, two years ago? Maybe yeah. a year ago? It, I think it came out during yeah. COVID, so a year yeah. ago, maybe. That's cool. Something yeah. like that, yeah, yeah. It was really good, though. Whew. 
It was very good. Did you yeah. know the killer before you? No. You didn't? No. I did not realize who it was hinting at. I was mm-hmm. watching it with a friend, and she kept saying, you need, you know who it is now. You know who it is. And I didn't know. <laughs> I never knew who it was. <laughs> but at the end, every little piece came clicking mm-hmm. perfectly, and you're like, oh, my gosh. How didn't I see that? It and makes so much sense. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Very Which good. are one of my favorite kinds of movies. Yeah. <laughs> Now, would you guys like to learn about the history of Diwali? Yes. Of course. More right. than anything. And I, I brought this topic up because I thought it was a very good way to transition into December and the cold months. We're about to get into a new year, which I know everybody's excited about. Oh my god, yes. And <laughs> <laughs> we're getting into celebration of Christmas. But I wanted to think about other celebrations around us, not as much Hanukkah, because I think a lot of people know the history of Hanukkah as well as Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I decided to focus on a holiday that isn't exactly celebrated religiously around here. Mm-hmm. And that came across Diwali. For 2019, it has already been, or 2020, it has already been celebrated, and November 14th was the day Diwali started. I will say, with it being passed, I I do understand you won't be able to see it when watching this. You can't see the celebrations. However, I do recommend going and looking it up because this is a beautiful, beautiful culture within itself, and the holiday itself has so much history that I only could do a blanket. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would like to say that I am not going to be able to pronounce these names <laughs> because I, I just, I really can't, but I'm doing the best I can. I looked up all of the words before I came here to make sure I understood how to say it. And I'm not going to say I really learned well, but I did my best. And to start with the history of Diwali, we need to know that it is named Diwali, Deepawali, and Deepavali, which is different ways of saying deep is light and Avali or Awali is the row. So light row? Yeah, it translates to row of lights, if that makes sense. Oh, and that's why it's called the light festival. Wow, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Great. So now that we got that out of the way, that's the biggest thing you're gonna learn today. It's marked by four or five days of celebration. And the reason why there's two different days is because one of the days that I'm gonna talk about People either celebrate or they don't is what it kind of came across as. And everywhere celebrates it a little bit different. So the names of the days are a little different than some websites said and others said. I just went off of the ones that mainly said it. Mm -hmm. And it started in ancient and others say that it's the celebration of her marriage. And others are saying that it's actually her birthday that you're celebrating. Just depends on the area and what your family believes and taught you. But in Bengal... It celebrates the mother of Kali, which is, or mother Kali. It says mother of Kali, but it's, Kali is the mother. That's her yeah. name? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kali is, I, I don't understand. <laughs> but I don't understand. I'm telling you, every single one says something different because it's so broad mm-hmm. that everybody's like, oh, this is how it is. This is how it is. And that doesn't make sense. <laughs> They're all different. So but, where does this normally happen? India? Yes. This okay. is India. And in Bengal, it's the mother Kali, which is the dark goddess of strength and Lord Ganesha, which is a god with the elephant head. Mm -hmm. That means wealth. And I know whenever you think of, I'm going to say India as a whole, you kind of see the images of the elephant head god. You Mm -hmm. guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. like the gold all around him. He actually stands for wealth. Okay. Which I think I is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And cool. it is. And the people that typically celebrate this are Hindus, people who celebrate religious is Buddhism, Jainism, Sikhism. Those are <laughs> I did my best. 
And great job, great thank job. You, thank you. And a few other people believe that it's the return of Lord Rama from his 14-year exile and vanquishing of demon king Ravana. See that makes sense with for me. Yes. Because it's like lights. You're banishing the darkness mm-hmm. people, you know. That's and as I go through this, there's a lot of vanquishing. There's a lot of <laughs> yeah. interesting. There's a ton of vanquishing, if I'm honest. For this to be such a celebrated and happy thing, there's mm-hmm. a lot of vanquishing. <laughs> That's why they're happy because they're vanquishing everything. I I guess. <laughs> But day one is the one that everybody, some celebrate, some don't, and that's why it's the five days instead of the four. And day one is called Dantras. This just means gambling. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. I'm supportive. (laughs) Jude. Hey, I mean, and what it is. And we missed it, and we missed it. We missed it. it. But gambling is, it simplifies whoever gambles on this day for the rest of your year. You will be wealthy, you will be replenished in money and wealth and happiness. And you judge me for supporting No, no, I get it now. Because it's not like money gambling like how we see it here. It's like taking a gamble. Like getting a new job because I'm gambling on if the job's going to be good or not. You know? That kind of That's an interesting take. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. I I feel like it's doing something risky that you don't know what going to happen but then it's going to work out the rest of the year Mm -hmm. it was also from a story about a man and a wife i think it was two gods who played dice before yeah i don't (laughs) okay you know what i retract that no no no, no. i agree i agree that could be completely what it is taking a gamble within your life so that Mm -hmm. in the next year you become prosperous that makes sense i didn't actually think about it that way but i'm glad you did Mm -hmm. and on those days there's also some rituals and i'm going to start calling them puja which is or puja puja and that is what is a ritual. And for this day, you would put tea lights on your balconies or around the door. And that's just like a little way to celebrate and to light and start out Diwali the best way you can. So it's getting rid of the darkness that's trying to come into your door. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you understanding this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> on day two, or day one, depending on how you celebrate, it's called Naraka Chadardoski. Mm-hmm. This marks the vanquishing the of demon Naraka by Krishna and his wife, Satabhyama. <laughs> yes. I looked all these words up, I promise. I have, like, little things to say how to say them, mm-hmm. and it's not working. <laughs> and, we see but, it, we see it. <laughs> and that's another vanquishing. Vacan- a lot of these are just demon gods. I actually had looked her up, which is kind of cool. And mm-hmm. all of these girls are, they're pretty cool. They just go after the wrong person is what it looks like. And then they go tell their daddies. And then their daddies oh. like, kill. <laughs> vanquish. Kill. <laughs> and then they vanquish. It's, it's a pretty cute story, though. I, yeah. I do look them up. They're cool. But on this day, you would exchange sweets with family and friends. Oh, so that's a cute them. one. Yeah. And sweets can be anything from little foods, little candies, little tiny gifts, little songs. Little sweet things in your life. This is much better than the gambling. I disagree. (laughs) Gambling's fun. We do like goodies, though. We do like goodies. (laughs) The two G's, gambling and goodies. (laughs) On day three, this is called Kakshimi Puja. This and like I said, Puja is a celebration. This is when Lakshima is most benevolent. 
This is oh. the goddess that you mainly celebrate during this time. This is what Diwali is mainly known for. If you look it up, you're going to find something about Lakshmi. And he, I think I said she, he fulfills wishes of devotees. So if you devote your life to him, he is fulfilling your wishes. I think Aww. Santa Claus, whenever oh. I hear this. Yeah, it's oh. not exactly that like he brings you a gift or anything like that. It's just him blessing your life and mm-hmm. him... Giving you good things within you, which I think is very cute. I kind of like that better yeah. than presents. I'm gonna be honest that, with honestly, you. Honestly, that's yeah. an interesting parallel from like the Indian culture to here. Yeah, and another part of this day is Bali, who is a tyrant who was vanquished. <laughs> can you guess? <laughs> and can only come back one time a year to light millions of lamps and dispel darkness. And if you guys can't tell, this is the day of pure celebration. This is the day where families dress up and gather to offer prayers, light fireworks, and share meals, and anything else you can do. Dance, celebrate, be completely happy for this day. Because this is the day that Lakshima is complete, or Lakshmi is completely happy, completely benevolent, completely amazing, and you're celebrating life in itself. Why can't we have something like that here? Why are we so, like, just a week of nice celebratory things? We mm-hmm. have nothing. And I think it's really interesting <laughs> to see so this mad. parallel of this longer period, four to five days, depending mm-hmm. on how you celebrate, to Hanukkah in itself. Because Hanukkah yeah. is a week. Oh. And that's very cool because Christmas is two days if you count Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we celebrate more of a material thing. Even, I will say it is like a very Christian holiday. It's a very... But a lot of it has been materialized. Like the whole buying presents and getting a yeah. tree. Like, yeah. And this yeah. does sit around presents. I'm not going to pretend like it doesn't. This does have presents within it. You give it to your family to celebrate. But I like the idea that... In within it, you're blessed for it. You're blessed mm-hmm. because you're giving, and you're blessed because you are receiving from in their your God. Basically, mm-hmm. you're you're receiving from this God of love and happiness, and you're receiving these beautiful things for this new year coming. Yeah. Which uh, I thought was very cute. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Did you did any of your research like find what they did this year because of like COVID? Yes, I actually am going to talk about that a little bit later okay. because it kind of goes under drawbacks through mm-hmm. this holiday. That's sad. It is. It was. It's a very big deal actually in their culture that mm-hmm. I come to find from twenty twenty. And almost every single site I looked at, and I looked at quite a few because all the names kept changing. It was a huge deal enough to be brought into. Things that haven't been edited in a while, if that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's very interesting that COVID Mm -hmm. had that much of an effect. And day four is, or day three, whatever you choose, is Gar Dahan Puja, which is Lord Krishna and celebrates the new... Gujarati year. Year. If These anybody actually, I know. <laughs> if someone can actually say this, they are going to hate me. They're going to hate me so much. But I'm trying, I promise. And this is the year that Lord Krishna is known as this benevolent God. It's something very good. And the new Gujarati year is just a new year starting. Mm-hmm. It's very sweet. It's This is where the mountain of food offerings are made for the festival of Puja. So you, oh yeah, and it's very sweet. I find that it's very cool that a lot of people actually use 
what foods are relevant in their culture. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's milk, bread, honey, and things that are considered sweet and needed in their culture is something that is resembled, that is built on. For America, I know North Carolina is built on, like, potatoes. <laughs> we <laughs> like our potatoes. I was thinking about it, and I was like, what if we had that and just everyone just brought, like, McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it is. It's something that's very important in what their culture is built off of, ours Potatoes, McDonald's, (laughs) these necessities, of course. And you're offering it to a God. You're offering it in order to receive back the blessings that you're giving. The amount of money that you spend on it is known to the God. It's something that you're giving to receive back in plenteous amounts because you have plenty. Mm -hmm. Which I think is very cute. No, I I think they eat it. I'm not, I never understood that completely. Because I understand it's an offering, but I don't exactly know what happens to the food after. So, if you guys ask that question, I don't know. Well, I feel like it would make most sense for everyone to share it. Since it's such a sharing holiday, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. How they give goodies and stuff like that. It would seem like they would all come together. Almost like a Thanksgiving. That's what I was kind of thinking. And because the day before, there's a share meal. So, that, Mm -hmm. to me, is a feast right there. That would be kind of like the Thanksgiving brought in. And my family always does a dinner for... Christmas Eve anyway, mm-hmm. I would guess it would be kind of that celebratory thing, but I do know that some of it is an actual offer. So you put it on, I guess it would be like a table kind of thing and yeah. you offer it. I know last year or last October when we talked about Dia de los Muertos, there's these places where you actually set up offerings on tables and mm-hmm. it's to God and everything. I'm guessing that is what this is kind of like, I would assume. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure. I couldn't find a lot on that one as much more than other days. But that brings us to day five or the final day. And this is Bahia Douge, which is celebrating sibling bonds. What? Oh, I, I know, that was that. so random. <laughs> but what? Like, I kind of like that, though. That's not what I was expecting no, to come not at the all. last day. <laughs> it's very, very cute. What do you do? Well, you would like this one because brothers bring sisters gifts often. <laughs> and the gifts. Nice. <laughs> and the girls in return to say that they honor them or they respect them and being in their family is they would give sweets or rituals. And by rituals, it's often a sweet song or Aww. something like that. See, my brother would hate <laughs> me if I just sang for him and he got me a gift. <laughs> I know. What if he got you a gift and then you come up to him and give him a piece of candy and be like, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Travis. I, I can see a fight starting right there. Oh I couldn't though. I'd be like, it's sibling appreciation day. <laughs> Don't do this. I just thought that was really neat because you went from celebrating these benevolent gods, all these gods getting vanquished and all of these and everything, and then suddenly... You gotta appreciate your sibling. <laughs> you know, I feel bad for the only child out there. Yeah, they don't get anything. <laughs> yeah, they just sit there. <laughs> Buy something for yourself. Pretty much. Yeah, and it seems like this has changed a little bit throughout the years because a lot that I read said more that brothers do this, sisters do that, which is what I just mentioned, and others just say it's a time for sibling togetherness. It's more of just a family, another family meal, another small celebration just to wrap everything up. Mm-hmm. They eat good that week yeah oh yeah it sounds like it (laughs) it almost feels like it's all three of our american biggest holidays as in In thanksgiving (laughs) yeah like thanksgiving Mm -hmm. new year's christmas in one whole week and at the core of it if you only look at as far as i'm gonna say rituals because in itself thanksgiving and everything is a ritual that the united states has come up with is something that we do 
At the core of it, the rituals are very similar, but ours are spread out and resemble different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of covers the days of Rama of Diwali and what it does on each day, how they see it. And I will say, please go back and listen to more of the stories because I just went over a very, very brief thing for the days. And there's so much more history to dive into. And just the stories is absolutely amazing. But that also brings us to why would you even use lights anyway? Well, it shows appreciations to heavens for the attainment of wealth, knowledge, peace, help, and anything that you find prosperous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's taking a darkness and you're giving it light. Just like yourself, you're a darkness, you are prosperous in many things, giving you light. Knowledge being one of them. Mm-hmm. Which I think is very beautiful. Yeah, this is this is a weird question, and there's probably no answer to it. I'm just looking into it too much. But, you know, 2020, we have the floating lights, but they can be different colors. Mm-hmm. If they could change the color, would that change anything? From what I read, I don't think there's a specific color that means anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure in different places, yes. I would say, you know how the flower thing that we yeah. went through? How in different places, different colors been thing. I'm sure it's something like that, but what I kind of come to find is that it's the basic floating lights is what they use for, in in Rapunzel, you know how they only use one color? Yes. That's mm-hmm. kind of more of what I found as far as floating lights. Now, there's also things set up like Christmas lights, and I'll get into that a little bit more later, but they use lights of all oil lamps, sparklers, electric lights, which is the ones like we would think of Christmas lights and stuff called... Dryas, mm-hmm. which are these little things of clay. Oh. And they kind of look like a leaf, and there's a oil and a wick in it that sticks out, and you hold them in your hands. They're very cute, and they're decorated. They're very nice. Oh, that sounds pretty. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you put colors on it to resemble what you want in the next mm-hmm. year. Kind of like at New Year's when you eat black-eyed peas, mm-hmm. that symbolizes money in the new year. Or green symbolizes money. I would assume it would be like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that helps or anything. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, that answers it. I feel like it is just different all around. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, my family might eat greens for money or wealth, and your family might not even know about that. That's mm-hmm. It's just little things, I think, that people yeah. pass down. I will say, like, with that, like, the whole New Year's things, like, I, I, my family is from up north, and mm-hmm. so when we moved down here, we were clueless about that stuff. No, no, one, in, no one where I'm from does that. Really? Um, no, they don't. <laughs> Nothing. Well, I mean, they have, like, a New Year's meal, but they don't have, like, greens and the black-eyed peas to symbolize, like, wealth yeah. and stuff My like friend, that. on New Year's, they go out and bang pans, pots and pans. Really? Because it's supposed to bring in good stuff, I think. That's a little weird. Mm. Yeah. But granted, my family up north, they think it's weird that we eat, like, greens every New Year's because mm-hmm. of certain, you know, things. I think it's southern just... Southern traditions. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a tradition. I feel like that's for them, too. If your family does a specific color and a specific way of lighting the lamp, you know, they're going to keep doing it because it's their... I feel like that's really nice about holidays, at least for me, is that you have those family traditions and it just feels good. Yeah, you have an overall arcing festival that your entire religion or culture celebrates and then... You also have your subculture of you, mm-hmm. which I think is very, very nice. Because just as you said, the South does different things than the North. Mm-hmm. I see that with my grandparents. It's something that changes over time, but also stays the same, which is absolutely beautiful. Now, why would we use firecrackers for this day? And it's the sounds of joy of people living on Earth 
that is supposed to go to the gods and make them Aww. happy. Aww. I think that's so cute. And it also, for like a little scientific, if you need that little note, it also kills bugs from the fumes, which is nice. Oh! <laughs> I, They've just, got it all figured out. Look at them go. <laughs> I know, something came up with that, and it, it was like, oh, they do this because it shows the gods their joy and they're happy. <laughs> also, it kills bugs. <laughs> like, okay, on, on the plus side. <laughs> Why don't we do that? I know 4th of July does not do that. Well, let's talk about some of the drawbacks to fireworks, oh, of course. Oh, tell me about it. Or we can just talk about drawbacks to Diwali in general. Mm-hmm. And this comes with, number one, no sleep due to firecrackers. Oh, <laughs> every night? Well, I thought it was just one night. It is, it's typically on the light festival night, yeah. which is day... If you think about it, though... There's a whole bunch of, like, teenagers or younger kids, and they're given all these firecrackers. Yeah. What do you expect them to do to only let yeah. it out one night? Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> Go out at, like, 8 a.m. and it's still dark and then do it. Well, I'm, I am saying that it, it is more on one night. One night is the night that you're really, really not going to sleep, and that's... Mm. You know, the night before everything becomes a huge celebration, probably into that night as well. However, it's not an every night thing, so maybe it's not as bad on, I mean, like, gambling sh- night. Yeah. <laughs> gambling night, they're all out anyway. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's not exactly this, I don't know, it's definitely different. But are they off from work? Is this a, I mean, this is a holiday, right? This is like yes. A, so they're off, do you, would they be working, you think? I, I think it depends on the person. I think it depends yeah. what job you mm-hmm. have. I mean, hospitals can't take off because it's a holiday, same yeah. as here at Christmas. But some jobs, I'm sure fast food places aren't completely open the whole time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, especially on the third day or fourth day, depending on, yeah, day three or day two, depending on how you believe in it, It I'm sure you're getting that day off, which is the one where he's the most benevolent. Yeah. You're very much celebrating. Hmm. But I'm not sure how widely celebrated it is as far as jobs. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't see that one. No, no, I don't want it at you. Yeah, I was well, just thinking about it. I'm sure it's it. about, like, any other mm-hmm. holiday, like, for here, like she said about Christmas, like, people who work in hospitals still gotta work. Yeah, mm-hmm. every night. And also with fireworks alone, you get the regular pains that everybody complains about with fireworks, which I'm not calling are not valid or anything like that. It's just, you you always hear about how it can trigger PTSD. Yeah. Or it's a, such a loud bang, it scares animals, it causes very big commotions. It also masks other sounds, and I know with the U.S. alone, it's very hard sometimes to distinguish a firework or a gunshot kind of thing, especially on, like, 4th of July, which I was writing with EMS, and I can't tell you how many gunshots we had. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair, in the U.S., they do shoot guns on the 4th of July. <laughs> I, yes, that is something that, that is happens. very true. I'm not saying that's not true. I'm just mm. saying it's very hard to distinguish an emergency bang versus these loud bangs that are also happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is 100% valid. I think that's a very big problem, and that's why some other people think that this holiday together needs to be rethought as far as firecrackers. Mm-hmm. Along with that, with COVID, which is what you were already talking about, COVID experience said that there will be no firecrackers. They banned them all. Oh, mm-hmm. You could have at least done it, like, at your house. Well, because you have to go out and buy them. Um. And because it causes gatherings because whenever one person shoots it off somebody comes together and you can't shoot it off at your house if it's a true firework because it, you could yeah yeah you can cause a fire <laughs> yeah and i know everybody and everybody that i read said that it was awful it took a huge part of the celebration away because firecrackers have been used forever to symbolize this holiday to symbolize joy and everything else that comes with it 
And suddenly there's a ban on it. Oh, that's kind of sad. And what I had found is that one woman had said that it's the same as Christmas without a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a well, <laughs> kind of sounds sad. <laughs> it is. It, if that's how they feel that they get their good luck for the next year, yeah, that must be devastating. Yeah, because if someone told me they're like, you can't have a Christmas tree up because of COVID, I'm sorry, but yeah, I would be upset. They'd yeah. be like, we know you're all going to the same Christmas tree farm and cutting it down, so we can't have that happen. Which is 100 percent fair. I I agree completely. And you also have to think India isn't always as developed as we are because mm. we can order online and I'm now of course they can't do but I'm talking about as far as stores and everything some places are not as developed and yeah. same places and some places in the U.S. aren't quite as developed yeah. you rely on simple things I remember whenever I had went to Mexico there was one stand for fireworks and everybody mm. went to this one stand whenever you wanted a fireworks because I swear to God, every night it was something going on. <laughs> there was always a firework. Which is really pretty and awesome and amazing. And it's part of the culture. It's part of celebrating. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. But if India is the same way where they have in these little towns, they have these one place where you can buy everything, I understand how that can 100% yeah. be a breeding ground. Well, also thinking about, like, how many people are in India and how small the country is itself with the amount of people they have. Yeah. It's very overcrowded. So, like... Going shopping for firecrackers is definitely not ideal for COVID. Exactly, exactly. And that's what the government itself was trying to be like, hey, you know what? Why don't we just not do that this year? We'll take a break from it and you guys celebrate in your homes, FaceTime your families, things like that. Which Mm -hmm. some people said that because of the circumstances, it happens, we get through it, we'll deal with it. Other people said that's not a way to celebrate and they won't do it this year. Yeah. It's very different. And if... Christmas was taken away from us, which, of course, there's restrictions for Christmas. I'm not saying there isn't. But if you were not able to have a Christmas tree, not able to have wreaths on your door, not able to do this or that, a lot of outrage would definitely happen. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And finally, for the drawback, pollution is already extremely bad in India. Oh, God. And firecrackers don't make the situation better. (laughs) As a matter of fact, it makes it a lot worse. Oh, really? Yes, because this one day... I'm going to say millions of fireworks. I don't know if that's a very high number, but at least tens of thousands are being set off around the same time on the same day. That's a lot of pollution being put into everywhere, basically, because they have to fall somewhere. All the different types of pollution, too, because the smoke and stuff, like the air pollution, and then there's the waste from the firecracker. Exactly. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that goes into that. And then people are already traveling for the holidays. There's a lot that goes into it, and there's a lot that has to be taken into account because, yes, this is a part of the culture. This is how you tell the gods thank you, which is, if religion is an extremely big thing, that's something you're not willing to give up. Mm -hmm. But also, if it is completely ruining your country, your area, your air that you breathe, is it worth it? Yeah. Question to ask yourself, but... Mm-hmm. I can't believe no one's figured out a way to make fireworks that aren't terrible. Like, mm, biodegradable, I mean, something that's not going to set off so much smoke. You yeah. still get the pretty lights and stuff like that, but it doesn't kill the environment. So then they can keep celebrating and feeling that part of their culture, mm-hmm. and it's not killing the earth while yeah. it's happening. Yeah, And like I said, in some of these places, they're underdeveloped anyway. So would you rather spend, say... on this pack of 20 and they just go away or $15 on this pack of three that go away that are $15 or this pack of 20 for $15 that you just use once and Mm -hmm. it does cause pollution but 
Yeah. There's 20 of them. And Mm -hmm. that's a lot of choices that you have to make as far as that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot to take in. And it's not a choice for me to make. It's not a choice for any of us to make together. It's something that people have to ask themselves. Is what I'm doing really hurting? Because this is a celebration of love and togetherness and figuring things out. And all of this other stuff of this joy and beauty. Is it worth it to maybe shoot them off and give someone PTSD? Is it worth it to add to the pollution problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wonder if there's something else that they could do or so maybe something they used to do. I mean, fireworks haven't been around here. forever. Yeah, they have not been around forever. So Yeah, and, and some people use just little firecrackers and mm-hmm. little sparklers even. And those are obviously very good as well. And they do cause some problems because of waste. But no matter what you use, there's going to be waste. Yeah. But even the pretty floating lights... They have to float to somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is whenever, even though these places are absolutely gorgeous and what they're standing for is beautiful, at the end what of the are day... the effects with it? Exactly, exactly. And Christmas is the same way. I'm not oh, going to yeah. pretend like it's not. Oh, yes. gosh. Yeah. Because it's become so commercialized, you have all of these wastes. Mm-hmm. All of these Christmas wrapping that you really mm-hmm. don't need or all of this plastic because you're buying new things. That's... A lot of waste, and is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Like yes. I said, nothing to decide today. <laughs> <laughs> we can't decide yet. Did, but. Uh, did any of your research say like what they do with the lanterns after they're done with them? Do, no, like, no. This is. I assure you, there's cleanup. I one hundred percent. Just like w- w- how I imagine this, and I could be one hundred percent wrong. I'm not saying it, but from what I read on the research. Do you know how we go out and we celebrate New Year's Eve? There's people on the cities. I'm sure Charlotte is absolutely packed with mm-hmm. everybody just exploring the city and throwing everything everywhere. There's a ton of waste on the ground. There's a ton of everything. There's a ton of scooters scooting around. <laughs> a lot of scooters around, getting trashed underneath them, things like that. Somebody has to clean that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for places like this, yes, they clean them up, but how much can you clean up, especially if you don't know where these lanterns are flying to? Exactly. My opinion is some of it would get into water around Mm -hmm. them. Some of it would rush into lakes and streams and be moved everywhere or moved to a different town. It's, there's got to be cleanup, 100%. But I don't know what the lasting effect of these holidays are as far as Mm pollution-wise or waste-wise or litter wise whatever it still seems like a really cool holiday though yeah and oh 100 percent. and here's another reason why it's extremely cool is just the spiritual senses i wanted to Mm -hmm. say this to last because i wanted to go through how you celebrate what it stands for a little bit of the history what you use and why it's got downfalls but here is why people celebrate it number one is to give and forgive it is known to give others what you would like in life which is anything that you find joyous or what they would want but you're also supposed to forgive them for the past year of transgressions Mm. gorgeous i love that i love that that so much yeah that (laughs) is really cool it's taking the i want to say hate and unhappiness that you gained from this past year and stopping it it's saying i forgive you for what you did you could have wronged me in this past year but i forgive you and here is something i can give you to say i'm sorry that's really cool. I know. I love that. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful. I love that so much. We need more of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you can do five days of that any day. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, not the same spiritual way that they do for their culture, but... Of course. A person could take five days. This is what you do. You do it for yourself. You do it with your family, and you allow yourself forgiveness. 
Mm-hmm. And another really cute thing that I, I liked was that one of the days they're encouraged to wake up before sunrise to truly appreciate the day and try and make a habit of it. Aww. It's known as making strength for yourself, having a goal and sticking to it, and it's just appreciating this beautiful day you're I really like mm. that, like, a lot. That's yeah. very nice. And that's something easy we can do, too. I mm-hmm. mean, and these people wake up about 4, 4.30, and you just sit there and you appreciate what life has given you, which is a beautiful new day. A lot of people need to take hints from that, you know? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. appreciating what you have, especially mm-hmm. in these times. Yeah. And another reason that they do this is to unite and unify together. The entire culture itself is supposed to come together Unite, unify yourself as one person for these gods, and unifying yourself in your family and in yourself, really, which goes on to prosper and progress. Mm-hmm. Find yourself, unify yourself, know who you are, and create progress. Prosper in this new year that you have created. And it's kind of New Year's Eve. Yeah. You make resolutions, you prosper mm-hmm. through them, things like that. And finally, you need to illuminate yourself. That's nice. That, <laughs> I, I love that. Cool, yeah. I love it because the lights that you show or the lights that you put out in the world, the lights of the oil lamps or the floating lamps, the everything that you put out, the lights illuminate your home and your life. So within you. Aww. Yeah. They take that darkness, turn it into light. That's mm-hmm. And that is the history of Diwali. Hi, everybody. I thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed learning about Diwali as much as I have learned about it because it is an incredible, incredible holiday with such a beautiful spiritual sense to it that I don't think we understand in the United States as much. And my sources today were learnreligions.com, history.com, and YouTube. I listened to these beautiful kids that talked about, they're called Makomi Kids is the channel name, and they talked about the history of India through what they learned, which is an absolutely amazing. And there's other sources on there that I didn't list, but I hope you guys go and do your own research and find your own sources. The sources will be linked down below, by the way. Um, And please be sure to check out our social medias at Digging Deeper on Facebook and Instagram. And give us a five-star review if you enjoyed our podcast today. And we'll see you next time when we Dig Deeper. Deeper.